At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Am I Reister or am I wrong? It is International Women's Day. Who is the best female athlete of all time? Oprah interviewed Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, and it was a masterclass on how to interview people, especially about sensitive topics. But it revealed what we already knew about the royal family. Les Miles, current coach at Kansas, soon to be former coach at Kansas. The cover up at LSU was worse than the actual crime, even though the crime was bad. He should have been fired by LSU and never hired by Kansas. The NBA All-Star Game and festivities probably shouldn't have happened, but it exceeded expectations. But the game fell far short of being competitive. And Amanda Nunes is more dominant than Ronda Rousey ever was. And, of course, the best of social media. Am I right, sir? Am I wrong? Is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, fire. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door before you even show up because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. Make sure that you shoot us an email. I'm mad at unafraidshow.com. And of course, leave a review for the podcast. Leave five stars, all of that, because those help us go up in the rankings. We, we appreciate that. 
Um, yeah, and you can listen to us as well on the Pac-12 Apostles podcast and meet Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Fox Sports Radio, Sundays, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific time. Okay, we got an echo here. See, I knew I forgot something. So anyways, uh, so I guess we'll start with the fact that if anybody doesn't know Ralph, right? Ralph is our resident troublemaker. Ralph is our resident trouble troublemaker. He has this is not true. Th- this is very true. You and have mind my own business. No, I've really. fostered peace in our time. No, you don't, Ralph. You have been granted it was for the right reason, but you have been sued for <laughs> sending somebody a tweet for two straight years. Granted, okay. it, it was it was for honorable purposes. But still, you tweet stalk somebody essentially for two years to make sure nobody could ever miss the fact that they were that he was a cheat. Yeah, no, I was trying to be helpful. Yeah, you are absolutely relentless. You are absolutely relentless. And I appreciate that. So. Um, we will start today, though, with the fact that uh, it is International Women's Day. This wasn't even on the calendar for today about what we were going to talk about. And then Ralph asked me a question and I was like, bro, what are you talking about? So he asked me, who is the greatest female athlete of all time? And what did you say, Ralph? It's Cheryl Miller. The what Cheryl you, Miller. What are you talking about? She's not the most. Granted, she's a tremendous athlete. She was so far ahead of her time with her greatness that it's hard to really, truly put it into perspective. Like, like you can't compare her to like who who would she be today? Diana Taurasi, Sabrina Ionescu in women's basketball, like. She was so far ahead of her time that you can't really compare her to the people now and nowadays. But for me, it is clear. I, I think for everybody listening, they're, they're like, what the hell is Ralph talking about? This is an easy answer. It's Serena Williams. Serena, it's not even close. Like, how do you debate who's the greatest female athlete of all time? Serena has... First of all, let's talk about her cultural impact. She's changed the way that tennis looks. There are little black girls playing tennis, uh, Asian Asian and uh, black girls playing tennis. Uh, Osaka, who's probably the best in the world right now. You have, I mean, she, her and her sister Venus have gotten to pay up to where it's equal pay for the men and the women because they draw equal TV ratings a lot of times. And then let's not forget that she's won like 25 majors. She's completed. She's won all of them in a row. She's won 85% of her tennis matches. 73 career singles tournaments was ranked number one for like damn near like a decade straight. How could you even possibly fix your face to say it's anybody but Serena? Because it's Cheryl Miller. 
Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Don't you. Have, you are a guy who, who prides himself on data and numbers and stats and having a reasonable argument. Right. You have no reasonable argument to, to not say it's Serena. Let's dip into some stats because Cheryl Miller didn't have a league that she could like the 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 league that Cheryl Miller um was a part of was built on her shoulders the one that she coached in the WNBA yeah. she was also the USC head coach but let's talk a little bit about Cheryl Miller uh her senior year in high school she dropped 105 points Every, fifty shots. Everybody did in, in, in high school. No, so did. no. I have a list of. I have a list of everybody who has ever dropped a hundred in high school, okay. and I see that Lisa Leslie did yep. it too, and I understand that. But Lisa Leslie wasn't six foot two, and Lisa Leslie didn't do it shooting forty six of fifty. Shara Miller went into USC women's basketball as a freshman and took them to the national championship. She won two national championships. I think she was a three-time player of the year. Her junior year, she was averaging 27 and 16 and had people talking about whether or not she could go to the NBA. The NBA. Yeah. And so I, like I I don't I don't know what to say. Like ask Reggie. Ask Reggie. Obviously it's his sister. But Reggie Miller is considered a top five shooter of all time, maybe the top shooter of all time pre the Steph Curry era. And he says that he got that way because Cheryl was the one guarding him day in and day out. Yeah. I think that she you ask any casual fan to name a. Uh, an elite women's basketball player pre WNBA times. The and you're going to get that they're going to name is Cheryl Miller. Right. And I'm saying that's the same level of respect that Serena name. Okay. I'll give you this. The one I can thing name that Serena Williams of, has, I can, I got Mar- the one Mar- thing that Serena Williams has is if you ask someone, name a tennis player, not name a male or female tennis player, name a tennis player. I think probably half the time family feud style. Number one answer on the board could be Serena Williams. And that's incredible. That's amazing for our time. And, and she absolutely deserves to be in the conversation for number one greatest of all time. I'm sure there are fans of other sports that would say that it should be somebody else. But for me, it's always going to be somebody who grew up playing basketball and and watched and like watch NBA players take Cheryl Miller seriously. Um, I I just don't I, I don't know what to say other than her. Like I genuinely believe okay. she could have been person eight off the bench for an NBA team. Oh and- stop, Ralph! No, 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 no. Like no, I am a huge proponent of 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 women and and. The sports. My my sisters played in college. Huge fan of women's basketball. There is not a woman in the WNBA that could go into the NBA and have even a a, a anywhere close to the type of success that they have in the WNBA. Not even. And I- Right, Not right. Even so that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is re- realistically, uh, especially the, the the women's game, like field goal percentages is depressed because there's not that gap between your highest level athletes that create separation. But when we're talking about Cheryl Miller, we're talking about somebody who played 128 games at USC, averaged 24 and 12 on 57 percent shooting, including 61 percent as a senior. 
She's okay. a monster. Yes, yes, I totally agree with all of that, Ralph. But even, okay, so I have her in the top five women athletes of all time. But I got Serena one. And number two is like Jackie Joyner Kersey. Four Olympics, six gold medals. She won the heptathlon twice. I, I, I'm not trying to down Cheryl Miller, but she's not the greatest female athlete of all time. Serena is the most decorated and the most. Uh, and when you think about how much she's changed sports, there's nobody that Ralph, you are completely wrong on this. I'm sorry. Um, well, are we uh, are, are, are we shortchanging? Uh, are we shortchanging um, Katie Ledecky? I was gonna, only 23 so years old. I was thinking about her, right? So, yep. so Katie Ledecky, the swimmer, obviously, she's been phenomenal. I mean, like she's been Michael Phelps in, in the water. But I think that before we get her too high on the list, I think that we have to see where she finishes. You know what I mean? I like, we, like if, she's if she the goes only reason to that, this Olympics yeah. and wins all the gold. Well, the, when they when they are, if we even participate, um, yes, no, 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 actually, no, we will be participating in the Summer Olympics. We just may not be participating in the Winter Olympics because it's in China. So you got you got Simone Biles in your top five. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yes. She's been the most dominant gymnast in the history of gymnastics. She's won the uh, the. Uh, the all-around championship, like like the PG&E championships, like five years in a row. Nobody's ever d- done that. They've created tricks named after her. She is like everybody knows that if she does her A minus her not even her A minus routine, that nobody can even get close to beating her. If she just even if she shows up with her B plus, then she'll win. Her B plus in everything, she will she will win. Which the all around, which is pretty incredible. Um, next thing up is we had Oprah interview Oprah interview Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly, Lord, oh that lady, oh she's up in your mind. I told you we weren't going to talk about her today, and you're thinking about her right now. This is the worst. Megan Markle, <laughs> Megan oh. Markle, and Prince Harry. And so this was watched by the early numbers came in over 17 million people. Like we're talking, that's just in the United States. And they're expecting that there is going to be a Super Bowl level number when this finishes, that, that you're talking about that 100 million people are going to watch this interview around the world. Uh, Why I do believe, people care, man? Why do people care? I, I will understand. tell you. Okay, so so uh, CBS bought this from Harpo from from the Oprah from Harpo Studios, Oprah's company. I think I read it was for nine million dollars. They <laughs> bought this interview for nine million dollars. They got and, off easy. Yes, because and then the reason why it sold for so much and why this is such a big deal is. Two billion people watched their wedding. Two billion. And you have to remember that it's that it's important to countries like Canada, New Zealand, Australia, all the, you know, uh, Wales, 
you know, uh, England, any part of the United yeah, they're, Kingdom. They're speaking English in India. They're so speaking English in South Africa. Oh, oh, it's important in South South Africa too. Like anywhere that's involved in the com the the Commonwealth, right? The 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 empire. Yeah, <laughs> whether pre- pre- presently under the empire or not. Yeah. So it's important to all those people. I didn't fully understand truly until Princess Diana died. I was like, I did. I was, and even then, I was like, why did everybody like? Why did she matter so much? Mm-hmm. And then when you understand that she was actually an ambassador out in the world and all these things, and, but but the interview last last night, I thought that Oprah was very impressive in that she asked all the questions. She continued to uh, push, like she pushed up until until the line of like 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 yo, are you gonna answer? Are you gonna tell me? Who it is. Tell us who it is. Like she got to that point on all the questions and then circled back later to see even with Prince Harry to see if if he would tell, you know, who talked about the dark skin. I I thought Oprah was amazing in the interview part of it. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm mad that we're I'm mad that we're talking about this. I understand it's cultural relevance. And I just want to push back super hard on the idea that any of this stuff matters because it there is nothing more ridiculous and cartoonish in 2021, the year of our Lord, than the fact that we're still talking about a monarchy, much less like a non-functional symbolic one. And it it it. I don't know, man. It just it goes back to like biblical days for me. Like Moses is up on the mountain too long, comes down. They built a golden cow <laughs> like this. This is and the, the, I, I feel the same way about the way that the like um, uh, the way that Americans sort of elevated the Kardashians it, to be our American version of like princesses and our royal family. Like people people really, for some reason, need this out there. You brought up Princess Di and I get the cultural relevance and significance of, of her and how she was different than everything that came before her. And I haven't been to a grocery store in the last 25 years without seeing her face on magazine covers still. Yeah. But what, what I don't understand is why people don't like vehemently reject the idea of a monarchy, especially in here in, in America. Because like I'm always waiting for somebody. Monarchy. That's I know. The- <sighs> That's it's a thing. it's like a taxpayer funded one. It just drives me nuts, man. I ugh, see. I don't Nick, know. See, it. I think it's the idea of all the stories that we've read and heard. You know, everybody wants to be the prince. Everybody wants to marry the princess. You know, you're trying to marry the the prince. We just we just watched Bridgerton, dude. Bridgerton, which is about <laughs> the, the the crown is one of the biggest shows. That's got to be my wife's favorite show. I watched one episode because of it and walked away super depressed. Because it's interesting. Like when, because when, when you, the thing that we like to see are powerful people and the inner workings, and we want to know all the secrets. And they have clearly done a really good job of insulating them themselves. And you would think that if it's a king and a queen, right? Yeah. 
Oh, that it's a monarchy that they wouldn't give a damn about what the media says about them. But when you think about it, how the monarchy actually works is they get money based upon owning land that the government then uh, uh, leases from them. Oh, for sure. Like we, so, <laughs> so, the, the, so the United public- States government does that for companies now, right? Like they, they as long as they create jobs. Well, what jobs are these people creating besides paparazzi? Yeah. And and palace guards. Yeah. So it's important for like it, it's their country's tradition. And it's also important for them to have good press, because then if public sentiment turns, it could it could turn into why are we paying so much in these leases? Why don't we negotiate them down? Like, why don't we do something more efficient with our with our dollars? So both of them. And then the press wants to be able to cover them and have inside access. So they both need each other. And I, I, I just thought that. Like at, at the end of the day, I thought we learned in the interview what we already know, that the royal family was not going to accept. Mind you, uh, they, they didn't bring in Serena Williams. They brought in Meghan Markle like she. Like she passes the paper bag test. I mean, like she's not like she does not look like me. You know what I mean? Like she's not a dark skinned black person. She's (laughs) mixed race. But why should that matter? Like they had no problem going into countries of people with your skin color and exploiting resources. This is the headline Uh, after that interview, because we learned stuff like you said that we already know. Inbred weirdos stay weird. Right. There's nothing good that I I will admit this. OK, Queen Elizabeth, to me, she she visited my hometown uh, in northern Wyoming, super small uh, town. And I actually have some I'm, I'm going to send you. I have some photos of her like visiting uh, a, a rope factory yeah. in in my hometown. And I as a kid um, growing up in that town, I was taught that that was a really cool thing because yeah. she was relevant and it made us relevant. It was just as cool as the time that Prince came. And played a show there. It was just as cool as the time that Garth Brooks came and played a show there. But like this idea of of us even placing any value on any of this is super wild. And it reminds me of when I was a kid, I would collect basketball cards, right? And I would tell my dad, like, this Shaq rookie is worth ten dollars. And my yeah. dad would say, To who? That's how you would respond to every single thing that I would tell him, like, this is worth this. And he'd be like, To who? Name a person that would actually like pay that money. Otherwise it's just a construct in your own mind. You've bought into this construct. And I feel like collectively as a society, we have all bought into this idea that these people are worth something more than we are. And that's my biggest problem with it is that we have elevated people for absolutely no reason. They're just like us in that they don't deserve to be elevated for no reason. And the thing that always sticks out to me about the Royal family, um, when it really caught my eye that they were super big weirdos is I remember back in 2005, uh, there was this thing where they were skiing um, and the paparazzi surrounded Prince Charles and he was with William and Harry at the time. And he said in that moment with all of the press around, he's like, what do I do? Do I like put my arm around you or, you know, like how are normal humans supposed to act in this moment? And I remember thinking back then, like, this is like the most disgusting situation ever. Like they can't be a normal family. 
Like we, we won't even let them. The whole thing seems like a curse. And, and when I look at somebody like Meghan Markle, who I know from uh, my, my wife watching, that was it Suits? Yeah. What was the I show that she was love on? Yeah. Suits, dude. Yeah. Dude, suits yeah, yeah, yeah. my jam. Yeah. So I see all these people calling her like a failed actress and stuff. And I'm like, not to Suits fans. Um, she but, was not failed at dude. She was <laughs> right. on the move, dude. Like that, right. like her career was taking off. Like that was her big break. Yeah. She's good enough to catch uh, Harry's eye, I guess. But like, so this this whole thing of like the idea that they're kind of rejecting it and moving away from it seems really cool to me. And I hope a lot of people follow, I hope a lot of people follow suit, but it seemed like some of the stuff that they were saying on Oprah was like, well, they wouldn't give us security and land and all this other money and treat us as special as they are. And, and, and then, so then I get frustrated and I'm like, oh, so if they would have treated you uh, equal in this super weird scenario, you still would have fed into and been a part of all of this enormous weirdness and i would just i would like to see it toppled completely i hate it so much well the okay so the the issue was right is okay so let's deal with the kid thing and and for me i was like the person the people that had who clearly had a problem with his with his kid archie and the way that he might come out in terms of darkness and features that so he said it wasn't his grandmother and it wasn't his grandfather. So it had to be his dad and his brother, William. Like those are the people that had to have been like those. Well, are and the then there's like that, Prince Andrew has like made negative yes. comments about yep. all, uh, the way they should look at it like this. They're already taxpayer funded and they don't want to spring for money for her security. And now they get to save money on sunblock with their pasty asses. It, it, it was whack, dude. It, it, and so there's clearly an I Emmy. Mean, we've, we've seen how the tabloids covered them and all that. And I just was like, I understand where, where you are like, why does it even matter? Because would they have stayed? Yes, because that was their that's their job. That's their job. And so if they would have been treated equally and she was not singled out for being black, then yes, they would have stayed. I mean, there would have been no reason to actually leave. And the thing I thought was, I know it had to be hard for him to leave his family, right? I know it had to be extremely hard for him to, you know, kind of be excommunicated and all that by his family. However, I do think that they are winning in the fact that in the fact that they have a freedom that nobody else in their family has ever had. Like uh, a they can like where she said, oh, we didn't have our passports. We don't have our keys. You can't really do anything. And when you think about how trapped that that feels like, oh, like we don't want to overexpose ourselves. We have to protect the monarchy, all of that. When you can just go the freedom that you have to go live your normal life. I mean, it, it, it's almost like when when Prince Hakeem left Zamunda in coming to America, he had a freedom that he didn't have in Zamunda. Okay, see, even, now you're even, making even references rec- to a movie you know I haven't seen, and now people are going to yell at me because I haven't seen Coming to America. 
if they they won't yell at you as much because you're not black. If you if you were black, they would be like, I'm not listening to this podcast ever again because Ralph loses his black card. <laughs> um, All right. Well, it is it, it is slightly comforting for me to know that being a royal is like being in jail because Prince Andrew belongs in prison, and we'll just end right there. Oh, hmm, hmm, hmm. Dude, and that's a whole nother discussion because, dude, I am surprised that Jillian uh, or however you say, Jelaine or whatever, Maxwell is still alive, dude. I am see surprised. That, yeah. <laughs> I am surprised what... because, because, and it's it's going to be interesting to me how this turns out because England clearly has a big vested interest in protecting the monarchy. And if he's... And, and once it come comes out, whatever she she knows, you are going to have I, I guarantee because there are billionaires, there are politicians, there are all these stuff in, involved. So I can't dude. it is going to heads are going to roll when it comes. To all this. right. I gotta ask you this then. So what's the worst thing uh, about England in the year 2021 uh, that they still care about a symbolic monarchy? That they put beans on toast, or that tea is still like the number one drink after we've invented all sorts of other stuff. Beans on toast is the worst. I, I England has some good food, but all their f- good food is from other cultures. Like when you go For to sure. England, their own food is terrible. But the, but the but it's like a melting pot. It's like Toronto uh, when you're overseas. Um, okay, so next thing up, another cover up and another scandal is. Oh, hold up! B- before we even get to that, Ralph, do you believe Meghan Markle and Prince Harry? Here, okay. So here's one thing that she said. Oh, you still have me talking about this. Here is one thing that she said that that stood out to me. She had left the house twice in four months. And she's still on every magazine cover and everybody wants to talk about her. And I think a big reason is just because of this culture that we've we've created around the monarchy. And also she's American and also she's black. That's what and, made it such a big deal. A that she was an American and then she was black. So everybody's like, yeah. oh yeah, let's let's yeah. let's see how this goes. This is headed for a disaster. And you got all these interviewers reaching out to her dad, who she obviously doesn't have a relationship with. She probably has that in common with Harry, yada, yada, yada. But this is the thing that stood out to me that sounded very much like a super toxic situation. And it sounds to me like a thing that'd be really hard to make up. She had left the house twice in four months and they told her she goes out too much. Because she's yep. on too many magazine covers and stuff like that, like, and they were feeding it. Yeah, yeah. That 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 to me, that to me is the one thing that, like, regardless of any other accusation they would ever make about anything else, which, let's be super honest, George, it's incredibly believable that some old person would be like, "I wonder what color the baby's going to be," like that's. That sounds like something that would happen in my family or even in your family. Like that, yeah, that, that someone would just a, ignorantly the, float it. There's a, there's a difference in saying, okay, my wife is super light, right? We had discussions about what color we thought the baby was going to come out. 
But and that's a perfectly fine discussion to talk about what color a baby is going to be when it comes out. Is it going to be dark like you, George? Is it going to be light? Is it going to be light like mom? But as long as those aren't in a negative fashion about, oh, man, oh, man, if he's too light, mm, I don't know. I don't want him. If, 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 if he's too dark, we can't take him around. We can't bring him out because it's how's it going to play out in the family if he's too dark? It, it did. It, do, it does come off of like, oh, we're going to sully this royal DNA that we've kept super in the family over the last few hundred yeah. years. Like I'd be more worried. I would be more How's worried. How's the royal less- DNA when none of them have done anything except for one of them went to the military? Like that's what you got. I would be much more worried about if there's going to be like a 28th chromosome with devil horns than I would be what color the baby's skin's going to be. <laughs> like I would. So, be, it would make more sense to me if Meghan Markle's mom would be like, "Are you sure you want to have a baby with hair?" <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they've been dude, keeping it, it, it would, in the it would, family. It would literally be like if um if LeVar Ball, right? He's got his sons, LaMelo, Lonzo, and even LaAngelo, uh, who were all college basketball players, right? College level, and two of them yeah. were uh the number two pick in the NBA, well, number two and number three pick in the NBA draft, right? So you yeah. got a good bloodline going, right? That would yeah. be like LeVar Ball. If 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 one of his sons, well, what I'm saying, it would be more acceptable or make more more sense if Le, if uh one of his sons was going to marry like an an Olsen twin, uh an Olsen twin sized person and he was like, "Yo, bro, I created this on yeah, purpose." Like, you don't were you gonna make short kids? Don't yeah. be making short kids. Yeah, exactly. I can see that and he was like, "Go, go get Serena. Like, don't mess up the DNA. Like, that would make more sense than what these people are talking about. Like, it, it's or like if you got Bill Gates and and the and his wife were was um uh, what's her name from um from uh the the astronaut movie. I can't. B- Oh my gosh. The NASA lady. I don't know. I, I only thing I know about NASA lady is the one that wore the diaper. Okay. N- We're off track. Never mind. All, right. <laughs> All I'm saying is Royal DNA uh could use uh some mix ins. <laughs> if we're yeah. if if we're I don't know if that's politically incorrect or not. I'm just saying they got a long line of hemophilia and teeth that look like they're playing tackle football. Yes. And I was talking about like Catherine Johnson, the Dorothy Vaughn and Mary Jackson, all the astronauts. Oh, the mathematicians. Like yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. 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 I was saying like if if you got them and like Bill Gates and they were like <laughs> and they were having and they were together and they were like. Yo, are you really gonna get with this uh, Wait, this dude who can't read yeah. right? <laughs> hey, Bill Gates dropped out of college. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant. AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, Flow Health, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash special for $1,000 off Vanta. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. (laughs) All right, guys. um, Next thing up. So over at LSU... There was a huge cover-up for Les Miles. And from a 2003 investigation. And I've said he should have been fired by LSU. Into the sun. Yeah. (laughs) And so LSU covered it up. They buried it. They they actually said that this was attorney-client privilege between them him, them, and the university. And it, it was like they covered this up. The athletic director recommended him being fired. The, do you realize that if you're a winning coach in the, in the SEC where it just matters more, do you realize how big of a scumbag that you have to be, how big a creeper that you have to be? And for there to be founded allegations for them to recommend that they fire a coach who's going to win a national championship. Like, like it's insane. Like th- this dude would have the teamwork uh, where the, the, the girls who show around the campus to a per- prospective student athletes invite them to he would take them to a hotel or take them to his condo. And mind you, he's married too. And be like, hey, yo, uh, 
Yo, you know, I can further your career if you come over here and holler at a player, you know. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Like, come on, bro. Like, and then... It's corny and pathetic. Like, it's not even like... It's like part of it's like, oh, man, that's super scandalous. He's a terrible dude. And the other part's like, man, you cornball. (laughs) Why? Why are you trying to... The movie Old School is funny because it's a movie. That stuff in real and and because they were the butt of the joke. That stuff yeah. in real life is incredibly pathetic. And the thing that you keep bringing up the fact that he should have been fired. How does nobody involved in that situation of saying like, "Hey, we had to ban Les Miles from hanging out with female coeds because he would try to hook up with every single one of them." How does nobody in that circle of influence? who understood what was going on, who went through the process of reprimands, who went through the process of changing the rules of how things go at the university so that he's not around these students alone. How does no grown man in that situation reach out to the University of Kansas? I want to know. Hold on. Hold on. Here is the thing. The old the athletic director in 2013, I forgot his name at at LSU. Guess who he worked with. For years. Jeff Long, who is the athletic director at Kansas. He worked with this dude for damn near a decade. And Kansas performed a sham head coaching interview to to begin with. So let's let's not even get into the black coaches who didn't get interviewed or minority candidates didn't even get interviewed. They sham interview for less miles. Didn't even ask your old athletic director or the person you worked with who was the athletic director at his old school about him. Like, Jeff Long should be fired at Kansas as well. And he's got a clause in his contract that actually says that if Kansas gets uh, penalized from the NCAA that his contract is then extended by the amount of years that they go on probation because he took the job after it. So he didn't want to be subject to, you know, the, the penalties of it. So you have to fire him now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I met some head coaches doing this that, that, that really rubbed me the wrong way. We've seen a lot of coaches, marriages, fall apart for 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 one reason or another whether it's lsu's current head coach or lane kiffin or jim mora you know we we, we've seen a lot of stuff in this business this business isn't that great for um uh family health marital fidelity and all that stuff but the idea um that that you're out there walking some kind of tightrope and it's temptation that is the gravity that causes you to fall. Like, no, every single one of these grown men is absolutely 100% responsible for their actions. And like I said, there's a couple of head coaches now that I've had interactions with that, that just really rub me the wrong way when it comes to, um, when it comes to uh, the way that they talk about females or are around females. And there's never an opportunity in which somebody asks me my opinion about those people. If they're considering using them or doing something with them that I don't say actually like, you might want to look into these couple of things. Like there would never be a situation in which I, and it's not about gossip. It's about protecting 
other human beings from scenarios that could be uh, created by entrusting people who don't deserve to be trusted. And so like the, the idea that the idea that these conversations didn't take place is infuriating the possibility that they did and that Kansas went for it anyway is is absolutely absurd. Um, and I just I think it's clown behavior. Maybe he didn't do anything um, ultimately I- illegal. You know, I've seen some people make that argument. But at the same time, like these are students. They shouldn't yeah. have to worry about being put in a position no, where he, somebody in power. They said he kissed one them. of them. They, the allegations are that he kissed one of one of them. OK, so now. So now tell me tell me this. Tell me this. What do you think about the idea? Because you've been around a lot of college campuses. So one of the things that Les Miles said was he wanted all the teamwork girls or the uh, I call them teamwork because that's what they were called at Oregon when when I was there. And so I explained what they are, what their job is. So I'll call them teamwork for our discussion. So he thought all the teamwork girls should be blonde whatever his standard of beauty was, um, you know, so he's thinking curvy or not curvy, what, what, whatever he thinks is, is hot, that that's what they should all be. And what do you think about the idea that that is problematic in that considering that most young men, pr- pr- yeah. provided that they are uh, straight, right? That, and men in general are more physically drawn to things physically where things where women are more emotionally, me- mentally. That's why if you send uh, a woman a picture of your package, she's not getting excited the same way that if it were in, in reverse, she may feel harassed. You may be like, all right, thank you. You know what I mean, like th- that's more likely the reception that you're going to have. So what do you think about the fact that teamwork, women, young women should look a certain way? Because remember, it, their job is to help. They're supposed to be knowledgeable, but also. They're using their beauty to help influence the the, the men, the uh, young men who are boys who are coming from high school to come to their school. Yeah, everything's a temptation. The, the, the issue for me is when you have grown men who don't differentiate between buying a new weight room and putting uh, air hockey tables in it and, and having like five-star dining and everything like that. Cause everything's meant to be sort of a temptation. Everything's sort of meant to be um, to, to, uh, uh, pick your interest and and titillate your senses, right? The issue is for me when coaches don't differentiate between people and things, right? When they look at um, uh, a woman's looks or a woman's bodies as sort of like an as part of that like edifice, part of that temptation, part of that um, uh, the the scheme. To, to tempt kids into it. The thing about uh, college is that a lot of this just happens naturally. Yeah. You go on as a 17 year old football prospect to a college campus, you're going to see hundreds of thousands of girls between 18 and 22 and a normal human being 
is going to look at something like that. And if you are attracted to a certain type of thing and there's a million of that certain type of thing, your senses are going to be naturally titillated. Like the idea of trying to steer that as a 56 year old man is gross. Like the the whole point is the whole point is that a lot of people know that kids commit to these colleges uh, for those reasons, dude, because I, that's I a young man's priority. I fell in love on my trip at the University of Arizona. I did, and not not actually in love, and but actually, have you ever? I mean, have you ever read Gronk's recruitment saw, story? I saw her later, like here in California, because she was here in California. I saw her like years years later. So, it, have, it, you, have it, you heard Gronk's recruitment story? He went down. There were people in hot tubs, and he was like, "I'm from Connecticut." I'm going to the University of Arizona. And that's all it took for for Rob Gronkowski. And that's fine if that's Rob Gronkowski making that decision. But there's a quote out there from from Todd Graham when it it was about flying kids in in November. You fly in for a visit in November and you walk past the the swimming pool and there's 50 co-eds there in bikinis. Now, if Todd Graham was to say – I purposefully walk them past this swimming pool on their visit. So they see those girls in in bikinis so that they'll commit. It hits me different than if it's when somebody comes for a visit at Arizona state, this is the type of stuff that they see. And that's something that appeals to kids. And that's not something that we can hide from because that's just who we are in the environment we're in. It's, it's a, it's a thin line, but I think that it matters, right? I, I think that if you are expected to be a, a shepherd of young men, you shouldn't have to um, you shouldn't have to trick them into then being in a situation where you're able to grow them uh, a, a morally and as a, as an and as an athlete. And the thing that really gets me is a lot of these coaches that end up embroiled in all this stuff are are in the Bible Belt in the Deep South telling these kids' moms that, you know, I'm going to help them memorize the Old Testament. <laughs> no, you're not. You're a damn liar. You ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. Um, right. So it's one of those things where it's tricky because it does work, right? It works. But you, but you have to, like... I, it, it, it's tough because mm-hmm. you do have to play to your play to your strengths of your university. I think I met my wife. I met my wife because somebody invited me to church because they told me that a girl that I had a crush on at school was at that church. They lied. She was not there, but but the woman I'm married to was. But it worked. That's the I got the, tricked into going to church. So so I, so I think <laughs> that you have to. That you have to understand what you you do have. Like like you're gonna show them the water slide. You're gonna show them the all all of the other things. And so yeah, so so I think it's tricky. I think that when you that everybody knows that those things go on and that you understand it. But I also think that the I think that if you're hiring girls for team teamwork. That the first thing that you should be trying to do is to educate in terms of hiring people that are going to um, have the knowledge and be able to teach the kids what campus life is like, what the exciting part parts are, that that should be the number one priority. But you should also play to your your strengths or whatever the strength is like. Like, for instance, if. 
like at, at USC, they may schedule people's trips when Reggie Bush so happens to be there. Or when somebody else just so happens to be there, it's the same kind of situation. But I do agree that yeah. it's tricky, that there is a fine line and that you do have to differentiate between people and things. But then when you add in less miles, creepy behavior, that's what turns it wrong. Like that's right. what I like it just it just uh, is. I mean, women wear men men buy buy things. If you have a, a great body as a man, you got your abs, you're rip, ripped up. A lot of those dudes so happen to, to to like to keep their shirt off. I wonder why. I mean, well, it's it, just I just think that there should be a difference between the brand ambassadors that help push Miller Lite uh, Friday night at the honky tonk and the 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 women the young women, the collegiate students that you're hiring to walk people through the halls of your SEC campus. And and if they just so happen to be attractive, they happen to be attractive. But you shouldn't be dictating that like, hey, let's make sure that when these dudes see these girls that they because because the mindset isn't that like. Because to me, there's part of this that says. I'm not saying that the kids will I'm saying that I do. And if these kids are anything like me, they'll also be tempted by these young girls. And that's, yeah. I don't know, man, this, this, this whole thing's so bizarre because you get into the area of like natural attraction, things that are absolutely fine and okay and good. And the fact that that's the age that a lot of people are looking for uh, a mate um, for, 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 for a day or a lifetime. Right. And uh, I just don't think that your head football coach should be involved in that process. Totally agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's for somebody else to be doing. Like that's not for your head coach to be, be doing. He should not yeah, be the stick person. With, <laughs> stick with X's and O's, not the XOXO's. Yeah. He should not be the person saying this. Um, next up the NBA all-star game happened. Um, I didn't think that it should have been going on. You had over 700 parties scheduled for the state uh, for Atlanta, even though the players were not going to be out like no NBA players were out, period. But they still had these parties. You had Joel Embiid and um, what's the name? Ben Simmons, ben Simmons get corn get uh contact traced out because they went to go get haircuts so they could be fresh for the all-star game and so you had two of the better players in the nba out of the all-star game which is a problem and you had it you're putting the rest of your league at risk because if there if there is a case that pops up now like games are screwed for like a week. You're going to, you're going to have all the G league players playing or players at the bottom of the roster playing and not be able to put in good national TV. Five games Utah on. jazz players in the game. <laughs> yeah. And then they, yeah. And then they had to put a third Utah jazz player in the game in Mike Conley, which then made Ralph mad. It made Ralph no, mad I, that I, Mike Conley got in the All Star game. I'm not a Mike Conley hater. I, you know who the 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 best businessman in all of sports is Mike Conley's agent. 
So maybe now they can justify the fact that this man has made 30 plus million dollars a year for six years without actually being an all-star. But it does bring my boy Mike Bibby back to the forefront as quite possibly the best guard to never play in an all-star game now that now that Conley's gotten in one. So are you were you pleased with the product that you saw on the floor in the all-star game? No, <laughs> no, it was um, the the uniforms were um, a, it was a choice, right? They, they made, <laughs> that was a choice. Yeah, they made them. They made, made them look like uh, if uh, they, they made them look like a nineteen ninety nine Indiana Pacers alternate. This kind of kind of yeah. the, the flavor, I, and I, I didn't like. I I, I want to go back to the day and age of like where the 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 city. Like remember ninety four Arizona All Star Game, ninety five San Antonio All Star Game, where like there was no mistake and like the, the the imprint of the city was all over those jerseys. Yeah. I really like stuff like this, and I I think that if you're going to be in Atlanta, you had you had some really cool opportunities as far as outfitting these players, and so like just visually, it was weird. I like the slam dunk contest to be its own thing and its own night. And I know that you're not going to have that situation where you have all the celebrities courtside and all those festivities and everything like that. But I don't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy having it be um, all sort of in one shot. The, the one cool thing, uh, there was two cool things that stood out to me. Um, Chris Paul dropping 16 assists to take like the all time lead. Yeah. As far as all-star game um, assist leaders was kind of cool. And I'm not just saying that because he's a uh, because he's a Phoenix son, but because I think he's just an awesome ambassador for the game of basketball period. And we need to start treating him like he's a like he's a, a top 10 all-time point guard. And I think this helps push that narrative. Uh, and the other thing was uh, Steph Curry uh, winning the three point contest on that last money ball because it doesn't always come down to that. And yeah. um, he, he still, to this day, seems to take a lot of pride in the fact that he's probably the best shooter that ever lived um, because you don't have and guys you know who are the best dunkers in the dunk contest. Yeah, you, you knew he wanted two more three-pointers in the game to break the record of all-time three-pointers in, in a game. Yeah, I mean, him, him and Dame were absolutely terrorizing from three-point land. Yeah. Um, who hit the half-court one? That was Dame. Okay, that, that, was that was for the ridiculous. win, and that was for the Ooh. win. Like that ended the game. That was yeah, that that was brilliant. And then the Giannis stat line was uh, pretty funny. Uh, that's never going to happen again. No, he was Ever. three for three from the three point line, and yeah. thirteen for thirteen from the field. He somebody like that's his a, three pointers were stupid. One of them he banked in. He's, it was a step back, step aside. It was it was amazingly terrible, but good good for him. Um, you know now, what that sounds like? That stat line. That stat what? line sounds like a Cheryl Miller stat line. Are Who, we back to being mad at me? <laughs> no, no. Cheryl, Cheryl Miller is amazing. She's just not better than Serena all time. Like they're okay. So no, no defense in this All Star game could prime Cheryl, Cheryl Miller have gotten twenty in that All Star game last night? No, no. <laughs> okay, no. I, I, oh wait, 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 wait! Hold up. With the in in the fourth quarter or in the first three quarters? I'm telling. Well, because three hundred and twenty points were scored in in the first. Well, I mean, R- Rudy Go- Gobert couldn't even score score twenty. So no. <laughs> uh, but actually, she she may have because they they leave people wide open. So yeah, as as long as she knocked down some shots, yeah, she, she could have hit twenty because Diana Taurasi could have hit twenty. Okay. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing. And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. Oracle.com slash strategic. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. All right. um, Next thing up. The best of social media. We are going to start out with, with this. So it's International Women's Day, but we got this from Burger King in the UK. Right after the Meghan Markle interview. They, they sent out a tweet that said, women belong in the kitchen. So, okay. So look. Context uh, matters, right? Context yep. matters. So I'm going to give people the full context. I'm crying. Here this is, is the dumbest the, tweet I've ever seen. Like they were just trying to generate attention for the next two tweets. <laughs> if they want to, of course. Yes, only 20% of chefs are women. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the kit in the restaurant industry by empowering female employees with the opportunity to 
pursue a culinary career. We're proud to be launching a new scholarship program, which will help burger, which will help female Burger King employees pursue their culinary dreams. I 100% get what they were trying to do. I understand what Burger King was trying to do. However, you needed to condense that into one tweet. That way it's women belong in the kitchen. Dot, dot, dot. And then say about your, and and then you can say the thing about the employees, 20% of women are chefs. And then your second tweet, your, your new scholarship program. You just can't put that tweet out all by itself, but it did accomplish its mission. So I'm not mad at the tweet, even though I don't know if it did. Almost two hundred thousand people. I, if you think you think the people of Burger King United States, where Burger King is from, appreciated that tweet, <laughs> because that's what we're just saying. Burger King, period. Yeah, we're talking about Burger King, period. This was Burger King UK. <laughs> okay, so. So this is okay. like when you go Somebody you go out with your friends tweet. and one person starts a fight and then you're involved now because you were with them. Okay, I don't so think anybody in America knew this was tweet. coming. Somebody approved that tweet. No, no, no. It makes sense to me. I don't have a problem with the tweet. I'm telling you. Because <laughs> but on the same night as on the same night Timing was bad, Markles. Timing was bad coming from the UK Twitter. Women belong in the The only thing people were talking about is the Meghan Markle interview. <laughs> and, and and here you go off the top row. Dude, take the temperature in the room, Burger King. But can is- you imagine? Would you be saying the same thing? Would you be saying the same thing of like, oh, I get it, I get it, if it was like Greyhound uh and Greyhound Twitter, um, you know, like the bus company, it just said yeah. like black people belong on the back of the bus. And then the second tweet was like, accessibility to bus passes in minority communities are not what they should be. <laughs> like, you wouldn't look at that and be like, what okay. are you okay. doing? Okay. Okay. And it <laughs> happened like during a Barack Obama speech. <laughs> All right. Okay. Like that, that's so what when, happened here. <laughs> so we. And then did you see their tweet? They were like, whoa, whoa, why are people so mad at us? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that tweet. They said that we thought you know, we thought that you would support women. <laughs> what are you doing? Burger King. Silence Wait, brand. They said that why are you so mad at us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Oh my god. Like, <clears throat> oh man. I just yeah, because that's what I was thinking. I was like trying to think of other scenarios in oh. which someone would try to pull this off. And then, and, you, on, and like the on. kitchen they, thing. They are tweeted again. We we hear you. We got our <laughs> initial tweet wrong. We're sorry. Our aim was to draw attention to the fact that only 20% of professional chefs in the UK kitchens are women and to help create the change by awarding culinary scholarships. We'll do better next time. I, the we'll do better next time is like, all right, we won't. We won't. Because so, it's the thing is, see, if you've uh, ever seen a WNBA tweet, yeah. like WNBA will be like, 
uh, <laughs> they'll be like, Sabrina Ionescu triple double last night. And then the first 30 comments right into that are kitchen, 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 kitchen. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Oh, all right. So if, if their intention oh. was to. All right. Look. I don't think so. They should have put out a they should have had a video for for their. For their scholarship, right? Like a commercial and a video for it. And because the whole point of this tweet would have been to make the tweet go viral. And yes, then and if you, if put you the actually, video on that first tweet and it would make people click through the video. Yes, and women belong in the kitchen. And then that bit. Yes, that would have been the way to do it. Like you have a video that way they can be like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm playing this video. And then and then it's yeah. like here at Burger King, only 20 percent of chefs. We're doing a scholarship. Here's what you can do. Apply here. Blah, blah, blah. And then people would have been like, oh, damn, good job, Burger King. And, but it would have gotten the viral <laughs> right. attention that you wanted. But instead, but instead, the context of it is like world's most famous woman, Oprah speaking to world's most currently uh, topical and famous woman, Meghan Markle, about her experience in England and the way they deal with in-part women's issues. And Burger King UK is like, women belong in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> way, to, way, way to be timely, Burger King. Um, <laughs> dude, that was an absolute fail. You know who else failed? This dude right here. Uh, complicit, passive, or active. They paint the founder as a racist. They know he's not a racist. It's just unbelievable. And I used to lay in bed just going, how did they do this? And we've had three goals for the last 20 months, to get rid of this uh, N-word uh, in my uh, vocabulary and dictionary and everything else uh, because it's just not true. Figure out how they did this and get on with my life. If Papa John's would just say, hey, we got in a hurry. Okay, Ralph, I'm actually going to cut it down to the part that really matters. Here is the part that really matters. Vocabulary and dictionary. Oh, hold up. Everything I, else I messed, I messed up on the part. Not- hold on. So that, uh, for people who don't know, that's John Schnatter. To get rid of this uh, N-word uh, in my uh, vocabulary <laughs> and dictionary. The goal of the last 20 months. <laughs> is to just going, how did they do this and we've had three goals for the last 20 months to get rid of this uh, n-word uh, in my uh, vocabulary and dictionary and everything what <laughs> how the f- does it take 20 months to get the n-word out of your vocabulary it is so ingrained in your vocabulary that it oh yeah hey yo i yo we we gotta get 20 months to get the n-word out of my vocabulary. Do you realize how fucking racist that sounds? I'm going to be a buzzkill. I'm going to be a buzzkill here because I don't think that's what he was saying, but oh my God. Dude, if, okay. If David Duke had severe consequences, right? I think that David Duke could (laughs) in two months get rid of the N-word out of his vocabulary, not out of his heart, but he can get it out of his vocabulary. Did you just just invent racist to name that tune? (laughs) 
I could stop saying the N-word in five months. Judge Satter's like, four and a half. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that that's what he was saying. Okay, so oh, this sucks because this whole thing sucks because, first of all, you don't convince people that you're not racially insensitive by going on uh, one American. <laughs> so that aside. So for people that don't know, John Schnatter is the founder of Papa John's, um, which was already a big pizza chain. And then they got that NFL contract and really blew up. Um, and he's also uh, associated with like the university of Louisville. So they like, I, I don't know if it's Kentucky based or whatever, but I, Sports and Papa John's has always sort of been intermingled. Yeah. And he, there's these videos of him out there, like having too much to drink out at games and stuff like that. And he's always been a little bit of a, a, of a loose cannon. But the story that came out was that he was in a, like a board meeting. Yes. And he had said like, um, he was trying, he, he was trying to say basically like, he was basically trying to say, like, hey, and if you say the N-word, you get consequences. <laughs> but he, like, said it, and then it became a self-fulfilling prophecy. So I think I'm, I'm making an assumption here, and I'm taking your role, which is usually the much more optimistic person in these scenarios. And I think what he was trying to say was, this didn't happen the way they said it did, so I'm trying for the last 20 months to find a way to put distance between myself and this narrative Okay, so I that's but, what I thought but, like, he was they saying, wouldn't but. have removed him from the board if that was <laughs> the, that means that somebody else has heard him do that. They had to have do they they wouldn't have removed him completely from the company that he founded for for that. I don't I do not believe it. So I believe that there, that this was not a, a one off. Okay, but this, so this has resulted in an entire day of black Twitter putting together training montages and clips from Rocky <laughs> of like what it takes to, to not, to not be using racial epithets. And I can't, I can't today. I just I need a break from the weirdo. I need a break from the weirdo fast food corporations for just a minute. Okay. If we could just, if Burger King and Papa John's could chill Taco Bell, I don't want to hear shit from you today. <laughs> Everybody just calm down. All right. Ralph, have you ever seen these two people in the same place at the same time? That is Carson Wentz and Prince Harry. Have you ever seen them in the same place at the same time? It's it's incredible. I mean, outside of like the soul patch and maybe like the the thickness of the non-inbred guy's hair. (laughs) Which but we got Harry's got a really good head of hair, and his name is Harry. But like, he's got a really good head of hair. No, for he's being, balding in the top, though. He's he's got the yeah, but like for he, being like William, he's wearing a yarmulke, for being William's brother, that might as well be shag carpet. Because <laughs> there's nothing William wrong. Got the- oh yeah, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with being bald. Nothing at all. However, come, come comes from the guy with great great hair. Okay, go ahead. Dude, there's nothing. I, every every male member of the maternal side of my family lost their hair at like 19 years old. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with being bald. But I, Carson Wentz does have a really great head of hair. So that that's the way that I can tell the difference between uh, the two of them. I also think that they probably have in common that they've 
uh, they, they both seem like the kind of guy that, uh, that would spend a Sunday, um, hunting a small, innocent animal for its pelt. Oh, <laughs> you ever see that picture ab- of Carson Wentz with the ducks? Yeah, a- absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Um, next thing up, what do you do when you win like a hundred billion dollars? I mean, however much, how, how much did she get in her divorce settlement? When you are Mackenzie Scott and you divorce Jeff Bezos, you get like 43. I think she got like 43 billion or however many billion that she got. She went and married. She she remarried after she got divorced in 2019 from Jeff Bezos, Amazon CEO. So she married. What what does it do to school teacher in Seattle? Yes. Yes. At like her kids school. She's the second wealthiest woman alive. Uh, Mackenzie Scott Bezos, Bezos. Um, the the most wealthy woman in the world is the heiress to the the Walton fortune, the Walmart fortune. Um, Alice uh, Walton, and she has sixty one and a half billion. Um, and uh, I mean, I don't know if there's such a thing as deserving every penny of the billions that you have, but uh, you and you and I both uh, we we both. Uh, you know, trying to start businesses or whatever. Uh, the the spouse is integral in every single thing you do every single day. Um, in order to be able to to launch a business, whether male or female, you got to support somebody right. else's so, dreams. You enable it. She deserves that money. If there's such a thing as hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so you believe that she deserved in a divorce forty or fifty billion dollars? Did you see all those pictures of what her garage looked like? She had to be married to a man whose entire garage was filled with with books and like the printed out Amazon.com. You don't think she was moving things around? You don't think she oh, no, was no, working? No, no, no. I, 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 do. I don't I don't have a problem with it when people were are, are contributing. But that, it still feels like an excessive. I mean, when you just say it, it sounds excessive. But in reality, you know, it's not uh, final thing on the best of social media. Ralph, react to this. Why is it so many times that women, after oh, they no. get married, let themselves go? Oh, no. Why do they do that? Here's how way too many women are. I got him now. The chase is over. Hey, that's where you're wrong. The chase ain't never over. The chase ain't never over. And by God, if he don't love me the way I look now, he ought to look at his own spare tire in the mirror. Now look, I'm not saying every woman can be the epic, the epic trophy wife of all time, like Melania Trump. I'm not saying that at all. Now most women can't be trophy wives, but you, you know, like her, maybe you're maybe a participation trophy. I don't know, but all I can say is not everybody looks like that. Amen. No, it never looks like that. But but you don't need to look like a butch either. Hey, here's something you need to know. You need to know this. Men have a need for their women to look like women. Hey, sweatpants don't cut it all the time, huh? Wearing flip-flops and, and uh, pajamas to Walmart, ah, that ain't going to work. Ain't nothing attractive about that. It ain't. And, and when men want their wives to look good at home and in public. Can I get an Amen. Was that the first time that you heard that? 
I saw people posting the clip and I refused to click on it because as a as a man who has been to a couple of uh, 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 church services where stuff like this has been said by people who look like that, um, I didn't want to get triggered. But now here we are. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. OK, go. Look, you, your body is a gift from God. You should take care of it. And uh, and I'm talking to you, Pastor, because your third button from the bottom was hanging on for dear life. <laughs> Every single time that you had to hike up your pants with your no ass trying to make this point. And being horny for the first lady from the pulpit isn't going to get you any points when it comes time to meet St. Peter. And you look exactly like the woman that you're describing. I just, I can't with this man. Let's, let's, <laughs> oh, let's, let's drop 42 pounds and read the Bible a couple of times before we decide what to say about what a woman should look like from the pulpit. Um, what a weirdo. And asking for a couple of amens suspended. and getting nothing back. Yeah. He ended he up needs with- suspenders. <laughs> Dude. Any pastor who doesn't tuck their shirt in, the reason is that their shirt won't tuck. And again, I have that man's body, but I'm not telling my wife what she needs to look like. And if Dude. I was, this is the criticism that I should receive. I want to fight this man. <laughs> Dude. The, okay. I just never understand how people I'll be pulling my tithe right back out of the bucket as <laughs> how people sit up in church mm-hmm. like you were to, like first of all the woman is supposed to be the prize you're supposed to chase after her as a man and they, like i was just like you have the entire thing that the book that you have in your hand talks about you got it backwards bro you got it backwards the, yeah, the, this just, was just I couldn't think of enough words to like talk about this dude, but it also didn't feel right to cuss him out because he's a pastor. But then is he really a pastor though? The, that's, but that's just it. That's just it. The, the, when Jesus flipped the tables, it was at the temple. So that's absolutely the type of person that you need to chase down off the stage in that moment. And it wasn't enough that only one person said amen when he asked for it both times. That's the quietest I've ever heard of church, hey, even yo, a white you, one. You know, you're sitting there like, they're sitting there like, what the hell is this dude talking about? I, so, I, I again, like I've been in a service And then he where, put up a picture <clears throat> of M- Melania. Not everybody can be a trophy wife like Ooh. she is. And then it's like. He lingered on it for a while, too. Yeah. Yeah, if it, it, it felt like he's had some um, masturbatory sessions. It with- felt like it, it felt very much like we need to know this man's Google search history immediately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Because there's no way. And, and, and like she she is a pretty woman. But the but the idea that like and then the idea of trophy wife that leads itself to on International Women's Day as we're talking. That now that she should have nothing else to offer, she should just be a and, you know, that she should just be objectified. She can't be a lawyer or a engineer or have something else. Nope, nope, nope. Trophy Man, wife. 
If you knew some of the sermons that I've sat through that where, I mean, I had a pastor one time as like a guest speaker. He came in and he's talking about how he went on a blind date and the woman ended up being overweight. And he was worried that in his like little dots and that he was going to go up on two wheels. I remember standing up in the moment, walking out of the room like th- this type of stuff. This type of stuff happens a little bit more often than people are uh, people are willing to admit. I remember a co- college age church service of of uh, <clears throat> uh, ha- having a pastor in there talking about how uh, nobody should be dating unless you're attracted to the other person. Physical attraction should be the first thing because you can't fix ugly. And I just like, they, why, oh. why, why are we talking about like, why are we talking about these things? Yep. Ralph, why? You are a hundred percent. You guys, thank you guys for listening to Rice or Wrong. It's your boy, George. Rice. I'm going to be mad for the rest of the day. Right. Peace out. Catch you guys next episode. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Woo! So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino.